0: Good Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. What a worship. sore and I as the evil. That is so refreshing and it's encouraging. Oftentimes we sing these songs, but do we ever sit back and dissect the word? Most times when I dissect the words of the song, it's when I'm going through something. And then something in the song touched the sore in my life. And then I sing from the depth of my soul. I sing with meaning. I sing with zest for the Lord. Crying out. Today, we have the opportunity to be here. Um, Lovely Adalia, is that what her name is? Adalia. She just kind of has favor with us. She took the other way out. She went to Clearwater, Florida, and we want to make sure that we put a prior in for those people. We also note that um, Georgia and the Carolinas, there were places that's been affected by this hurricane. And that's the first letter of the alphabet. So what is there to come? We seem to be gonna get a treat of the different alphabet, but within South Florida here, We're going to stand firm on the word of God that whatever comes will pass over us and we'll be saved. All right, today's message, um, today's message um, is going to be very short for me. I, I was thinking about how oftentimes we can be so disobedient but God still never break his promise to us. He promised that he would heal us, and he heals. He promised that he will strengthen us, and he does. And whenever we're in a storm, he always let the sun shine. Amen. Now, to get us started, let's bow our heads and pray and invite the Holy Spirit into our midst. Father God, we thank you for this day. Once again, we're gathered together to glorify your name and to worship you and to meditate on your word. Father, your word is food to my soul, and we thank you, and may the words of my mouth be acceptable unto your sight, O Lord, and let your Holy Spirit be among us. We invite the Holy Spirit to join with us and guide us, and as we Meditate on the message, Lord, let it take root in our system and in our spirit that we may go out and make disciples of men and those that are broken, we will be able to comfort them. Thank you, Lord. Today um, the book of Exodus, it's you know, it's the second book of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth in Genesis, and it was all beautiful, and there was roses and garden and shkavia and all the wonderful things that took place. And then here comes Exodus, where God did his part in Genesis, and now in Exodus, we have a path to play. If you look at the 40 chapters in Exodus, it's really, for me, it's, you know, it's, it's talking about you know, trials, tribulation, because of either obedience or disobedience. So in this path, and now in Exodus, we are now going through different stages as we travel along, as we say back in the old days, life's away. Before I start, just a bit of background on this powerful and encouraging book called Exodus, the second book of the Bible. It was written by Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, um, Sinai, I never could say that word right, uh, many years after the Israelites left Egypt. It's about, maybe about 145 years' descent from Joseph's time till the building of the tabernacle. Now, This book shows how God never leaves us or forsakes us. Can you agree on that? It has 40 chapters, but I only want to dissect chapter 19, where in my opinion, a promise was made in chapter 19. And it says here, if you have your Bibles, you may turn to Exodus 19. And we'll just read a few of it because it's pretty long. And we don't have much time um, this evening. But it says that in the third month after the sons of Israel came out of the land of Egypt, on the same day they came into the wilderness of Sinai, and they proceeded to pull away from Rephidim and come into the wilderness of Sinai, And to encamp into the wilderness, and the Israelites went camping there in front of the mountain. Now, during this time, you know, from one coming all the way down, a lot of things happened. But what I did specifically like about chapter 19 is that all along they saw proof. The Red Sea parted, Um, he talked to them through smoke, you know. And at the same time, one of the things that touched me is that he said to Moses, God that is, he said to Moses, because he's guiding them, and he's using Moses to do so. And he said to Moses, don't let them come up and see me. And they're to put a guard around the mountain. So they cannot, the people, the Israelites, cannot come close to God. I wonder why that is so. You know, I'm reading it and I went back and I read it and I'm thinking to myself, why can't we get so close to God? It's the power in Him. Because if they got too close, some of them may die. Do you think that it's because we didn't have a pure in our purity? We were not obedient? I don't know. A lot of things went through my head as I'm reading this. And so with that, Moses went up to the God and God began went up to God and God began to call to him out of the mountain saying, say, Now think about this. Moses as a whole heap of people that he's leading. God, showed, God brought him through many things from Pharaoh. He, he just kept saving them, saving them, showing them his mercy, that he created them. He provided for them. And through the storm, He will never leave them. And for those of you who have read this, you know that they went through a lot of things. They they were slaves. God's people were slaves to a very evil person. Can we relate today? How many people are at work working for people that they're your superior, but they're not nice people? You feel like a slave. It still happens, because whenever the evil is in man, it comes through with his action. Now, God said, you yourself have seen what I did to the Egyptians, that I might carry you on wings of eagles and bring you to myself." See, God is always trying to prove to us that he's there for us. He's there for us. Is God talking in your life today? Is he showing you that the darkness is only for a short time? Is he talking to you? Are you hearing him? Let us not be discouraged when the time of, you know, like what happened with the Israelites. because They went through a lot of stuff. The book shows how God will never leave or forsake us. It shows that God loved us for, that God loved for his people. He rescued us from many situations. If you look back in your life, how many testimonies you have of his goodness? When was the last time you shared that testimony with an unbeliever? You share it with me, I believe, because I am one of you. I'm a child of God. I will believe. But when you share it with an unbeliever, that is where discipleship and recruiting for the Lord begins. So think about it. Each As we go by our days and we meet people, and sometimes people will talk to you, even in the doctor's office sometime on the line at the supermarket. Have a good word, have a testimony, have something to say that will edify God. Don't let that moment slip away. Then, let's look at Pharaoh and how he treated these people that are God's people. Think about it. Sometimes things happen and I remember one time something happened and and one of the questions Rose keeps asking herself, why? Why? Why they do that? Why? And I smile because humans are prone to make mistakes. They will always, and I say they as if I'm not part of it, we will always, you know, buck our toe, we'll always gash our foot against a stone. But because of God's love for those of us who know about the goodness of God, we will always know how to answer the why. The whys are always going to be with us. But the word of God gives answer to that. Moses, um, when he saw, at one point, one of the things that I did notice is that um, when he he brought the people to a place called Rephidim, there was no water. Can you imagine? walking in the wilderness and going back and forth and there's no water? There was no water. So when the people saw that, Moses saw God on Mount Sinai and then Aaron, then God said to Moses, let me back up a little bit. Moses went up, he had a conversation with God, which I wish I was there because, you know, can you imagine having a conversation with God? You go up, you sit down and you talk to him. Moses was special. So he went up, and he was talking to God, and you know God said, okay, blah, 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 whatever he said. He sent for Aaron, and he, Aaron came down. And he picked up, and he went up, but still, God said to him, Moses, don't let the people. At all times when I'm reading it, I see that there was a separation going on here. God did not want the Israelites to come close to him. That's how powerful our God is, that we cannot stand in his presence and really witness, you know, eye to eye with him. So he used, you know, things like burning bush to talk to even Moses. Though Moses went up, he brought Aaron, and God was, was just like giving the instructions to Moses given the instruction and the only person he asked for to come up out of all the multitude of people was Aaron. Are you an Aaron today? Are you an Aaron today? Will you be that one? There's so many of us, but who is going to be that one that will answer to the call? the time of trouble, it's easy for us to throw down the baton, throw down everything and just give up. But let's not forget about the promise. God promises us that if we obey him, if we serve him, he will never leave us. This is my story for the day. I read it several times and I felt like I was living a part of those people's lives. Because each time that God has proven himself to me, the human side of me sometimes will create some form of doubt. Because the enemy likes to get in and put doubt. How many times do you watch your finances bounce back? And then there is another you wrench in the road, and you get a little bit doubtful. Sometimes I'm like the children of Israel. I get discouraged. But reading this today was very encouraging because it shows me that though the road is rough and though the storms may come, he is with me in the storm. He was with the people. He never left them. He may keep them at a distance, but he never left them. God will keep people around you just like he did. you know, it, at the end of this chapter, it, it makes me smile. Because he said he kept Pharaoh around so he, God, can show up. He could have gotten rid of Pharaoh and, and let the people go. He didn't have to send Moses to talk to him, to give him a choice. But Pharaoh punishes these people. He has them slave. And he kept Pharaoh in their life for a purpose. So the Pharaoh in your life today is for a purpose. It's for a purpose. There's something that you're wanting, desiring. And it's not, it doesn't seem in reach. You can't get it. It seems like every time you try, something goes wrong. Don't be discouraged. It is your Pharaoh, and you have your God and he's going to come through for you. Because when you think of, at the end of this whole saga that took place, the enemy had to cover these people in jewelry and wealth. The enemy had to do that. Pharaoh had to release them and give them wealth to go on with. So your wealth is coming. Why do I feel so confident? Because I know we're obedient. Are you obedient today? Are you hearing the word of the Lord? Is he talking to you? At times, we get so caught up, you know, and I like to have my me time, because when I have my me time, I don't have no TV on, I don't talk to people on my phone. It's just me. And when I have that me time, I can hear the Lord. It's just he and I in my private space. I can hear him. And so though the road is rough, I can hear him. I will never leave you or forsake you. The enemy and everything that's meant for your harm is really for your good. Because when you come out of it, what else can you do but glorify me? Says the Lord, you're gonna glorify the Lord. Now, most of the time, while Moses was shepherd in this people, I'm sure he felt tired. Which brings me to my pastor. As I'm reading this, I thought of Pastor Lyle and you know how many times he tried to carry us Israelites you know, through the Red Sea and and carry us over the hills and the valley and all the storms and everything. And I wonder, does he ever take a moment to just sit back, maybe shed a tear, wonder, God, why have you forsaken me? Why so many challenges? I ask myself that today. Moses, did he do that? It's a lot of responsibility to shepherd people. It's a lot of responsibility to manage people. Misunderstanding, having the right answer. I don't get into Bible challenges with people, because I'm still a student. So I will always tell them, you know what? Google is a good thing. If you need the answer to that, you can get it, and then we can talk about it. Because I don't make my I don't want to say I know, you know chapter and verse, and then it's not the right one. And I'm sure sometimes Moses felt like that, like he doesn't have the right answer, because he's so tired. So my message today is that we stand on the promise, and remember who God put in position of leadership among us, and just know that he favored Moses. And then he has an Aaron. So though many of the people, I can tell, they were like, why Aaron is the only one going up? God's will. Maybe he was the one with obedience, even when he disagreed. He disagreed to agree, but he didn't create a situation among the flock. Because you know, if one starts talking in a group, you know what happened. They start throwing stones and brick bottles and who knows. But then, they had some really big stone. So because of obedience in Moses, God favored him and gave him the opportunity to write the Ten Commandments. Now, he could have been this, I'm told, he could have complained and do a lot of things. And then he would have never seen the blessing of the Lord. He was favored. Why? Because of his obedience. So the promise in this um, end of this chapter is that once we obey, and we are obedient, and we walk in integrity, and we walk in light of God, he will make us an only nation. Wouldn't you like to live in a holy place? Think about when we walk in here Sunday, Wednesday, it feels different in here. It just feels so holy. You feel like angels are all around you. You don't want to leave. Why do you think sometime Rose has to start kicking us up? It feels so good in here. It's Like we're protected from the world. So if we're obedient, and if we honor God in all that we do, he will make us kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So let's try in our daily lives to, you know, we have a tendency to find faults with everything. It's human. But let us now, just like the Holy Spirit, lead us. Lead us. We are going through stuff. And I don't mean church stuff, I mean in our personal lives. I talk to so many people and you hear so many stories outside of these walls and you just feel like you wanna pray for everybody every time. People are going through stuff, but let us make ourselves holy. Let us be obedient so we can be used for God's glory. Okay? so. That is all I have for you today, obedience, and stand on the promise that God said, if we were to be obedient, he will make us a holy nation and kingdom of priests. I'd love for all of us to be those priests, going out and making disciples of men. Thank you very much. And today, I would like for each of you, I mean, I did synopsis of the book, but for those of you who don't understand it, you can read from chapter one of Exodus. It's really an exciting book. It gives a lot of encouragement to anyone who is done and discouraged. gives you a lot of encouragement. Thank you, and may God bless you all. Amen. and I know that one light up <laughs> 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 uh, like there's hot I don't know how very good message stitch <laughs> what time is it? Was it short? Sure? <laughs> Idalia you know. yeah. well, starts with I. 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 thought it was an A. I. 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 Hmm. Yeah, and there's another one. Unless you change the alphabet. Well, well maybe. don't Even know about it. Because yeah. yeah. I'm watching it on T9. It's I. an a. Because the Americans pronounce it as, yeah. the I as A. Okay, yeah. well, they know this what I'm, Italian, uh, yeah. I am a Jamaican, I have an accent, have <laughs> right Chris? Yeah. It's, it's I, okay. and actually there's another one in the East, it's Franklin, so you have I. Oh really, another one? Yeah, um, We're already up it's to now, F- We're We're up to now up hitting the else? game first. He came first, and then huh? he's hitting Bermuda. Huh? Wow. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> Bermuda, the Bermuda. Bermuda is a Very far. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? My heart is so good. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like Tired, time. huh? Tired, huh? I have a very tight like, <laughs> neck. <laughs> like, uh, staying without moving the area, like and but the, the best exercise is you know to so, swim. Yeah. I don't even have time to, to swim. <laughs> Imagine how you oh make the whole uh, chocolate uh, roll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> friday it first friday i know it's on yeah. my calendar did you <laughs> see my calendar <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i i can <could> say. <laughs> i don't know poison <laughs> you're really good i you know, signed up yet. You're really good. everybody yeah. come yeah. uh-huh. yeah. 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 no, yeah. no. no. I don't, I don't know who's gonna